1: Lift Up Jesus is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church in Los Angeles, California. Our pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with his message for us today.
2: I want you to take your Bibles and turn to Psalm chapter 23. See, my, my Bible's already open. Psalm chapter 23. We're in a series called The Goat, the greatest of all time. We're looking at what many people call the greatest chapter in the entire Bible, it is said that President Abraham Lincoln read this psalm to cure his blues. If you study Abraham Lincoln, he was depressed a lot. We know that President George Bush proclaimed Psalm 23 publicly to calm our nation's fears after 9-11. I don't know if you know this but this year is the 20th anniversary of 9/11. I was visiting recently with Greg Laurie of Harvest Church and I asked him this question, looking at today, I said, "Greg, have you ever seen so many people living in fear?" His response was quite interesting. He said, "Dudley, I've I don't re- recall our nation ever living going through a period like this. He said, "Except 9/11, He said, but back when 9-11 took place, the churches were packed. People fled to church because they knew that we needed God. And he said, during this pandemic, it's very, very strange because we need, we still need God, but the churches are empty and what I tell you that story is because this psalm that we're looking at, Psalm chapter 23, these six verses, I believe if you study this, that this psalm will calm every fear that you, you are experiencing. And last week we looked at verse 1, the Lord, all caps, which signifies it's Jehovah God, Yahweh God. The psalmist says that the Lord Jehovah God is my Shepherd, I shall not want. And what we looked at last week was the truth that if Jesus truly is your shepherd, if you have this relationship with your shepherd, that you have everything that you will ever need. Anytime anyone can say to you, I shall not want, you need to sit up and take notice because we live in a day in an age of discontent jason lehman wrote it was spring but what i wanted was summer warm weather and the great outdoors when it was summer what i wanted was the fall i wanted colorful leaves and cool dry air and when it was fall what i wanted was winter i wanted some beautiful snow and the holiday season and when it was winter what i wanted was the spring I wanted new life and a break from the cold. I was a child, but what I wanted was adulthood. I wanted freedom and independence. When I, was, when I was 20, I wanted to be 30. I wanted to be mature and respected. And when I was middle-aged, what I wanted was to be 20 again. I wanted to be young and unencumbered. And when I was retired, what I wanted was to be middle-aged because time was flying too quickly and Then when my life was over, I realized I never, ever got what I wanted. There's a cemetery in England with an inscription. It reads, she died of want of things. And alongside that gravestone was another gravestone that read, he died trying to give them to her. Psalm chapter 23, verse 1, last week, and we learned that if you can say that the Lord is my shepherd deep down in your heart, if you can say that, then he and he alone will satisfy the longings of your heart. That's verse 1. Today, we want to graze over to verse 2 as sheep. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, hey, we're going to graze over to verse 2. Can you say that to your neighbor? Come on, say it. Last week I had you say, bah, Okay, so this week we're going to graze over to verse 2. This psalm, God portrays himself as a shepherd and pictures us as sheep. And in that shepherd-sheep relationship, we understand as we look at verse 2 that only, only if we are in a relationship with Jesus... I want you to look at verse 2. It reads that he, God, will make us lie down in what's called green pastures. And he will lead us beside quiet waters. Now in your Bible, if you have your Bible, I want you to circle those two phrases. The fact that he makes me and he leads me. Sometimes God makes me do things and sometimes God leads me to do things, and those are two different things altogether. You see, sometimes God forces things upon us, and some things He leads us, and we just easily go along. There are some things I probably wouldn't do unless God didn't corral me into doing them, and sometimes, or otherwise, I'm I'm likely to do some things I'm just say okay God I'll go along with the flow and I would say for everyone in this room there are times where we say God I I'm, I'm along for the ride and there's other times that we say God I know that's what you want me to do but I'm not going to do it I I know that's what the Bible says but I'm not going to live like that and God says We'll see about that. I want to quickly remind you, going back to last week's message, that the good shepherd always knows what we need. We don't always know what we need, but God always knows what we need. And in his heart, his heart is to feed you and to guide you and to protect you. The only dilemma that's left is, are you willing to trust him? are you willing to do what he asks you or directs you to do that's the issue we come to verse two and it's talking about a lot of things but i believe there are three major things that that all sheep if you're a a believer and jesus is your shepherd three things that you need always need number one write this down is to rely on the shepherd's provisions to rely on the shepherd's provisions there are many things that God will provide for you as your shepherd. Amen? Now, the text, usually you find two things, and there's, there's actually three if you look at it closely. I want you to write this down. He gives you food, he gives you water, and he gives you rest. Food, water, and rest. What else do you need besides food, water, and rest? It's interesting that most of us know that we need food, and we're pretty good at finding it. You ever think about how just every day we're all pretty good at finding something to eat? How many of you, you're going to eat today? You're like, you know how to do that, and God provides all that food for us. We know that we need water. You can't exist without it. And we're blessed here in the United States of America to have a lot of water, and it's just over there at the tap, and uh, we're just blessed. God knows we need that. He provides it for us. But did you know that God also, besides the basics of food and water, that God desires for every one of us to find rest? It's interesting that sheep over in the Middle East, they get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Sheep are early risers. They don't like to eat when it's hot outside. So they get up really early and they start to eat when it's cool. Plus there's dew on the grass. So it's a two for one. Sheep cannot eat while they're hot and they can't drink when their stomachs are full of undigested grass. So they get up early, they eat and around 10 or 11 o'clock when it starts to get hot, the shepherd is looking for some green pastures or some green grass. And he leads them over there and he forces them to lie down for three or four hours and he lets them ruminate or chew the cud and to rest. Because the shepherd knows that in rest that they grow the fastest, that they put on some weight, that their wool is easily added. They are They're healthiest when they're resting. So I want you to write this down. The shepherd forces them to rest because it's for their best. He forces them to rest because it's for their best. We learned last week that sheep are not very smart. You've never gone to a circus and seen the trained sheep. Oh, there, there are horses there that they have trained, and there are lions there that they have trained, and tigers that they have trained. They even train large elephants. They can even train a snake. But you don't go to a circus and see a trained sheep. They're untrainable. They're also directionless. They get lost easily. They just wander off. They're easy prey uh, for the, uh, in the wild for all the beasts that are out there they they have to rely upon the shepherd to find them food to find them water but at certain times he forces them to lie down because it's in their best interest i want to encourage you today if anyone here is struggling if anyone here is depressed or discouraged you're tired or you feel lost you just feel like you're just wandering around you need to come to jesus and he will give you some spiritual food right here this is what you need to be chewing on and he'll give you something to drink which is spiritual water which is symbolic of the holy spirit of god and once you taste of the living water you will never thirst again and it's why it's important and i know i'm preaching the choir because the choir is right here but it's why you need to be in church it's why you need to be to be in a life group it's why you need to spend time in the word of god you need to let god's word and god's spirit lead you because he will lead you to a place of rest the problem is we're all running 100 miles an hour in 100 different directions we don't have time for god we we can't find time in a in a 24-hour day period to 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 spend time in the Word of God. We're too busy, we're too stressed, we're too consumed with the things that are not important. And God will eventually come along and He will make you, yes, force you into a situation where you must turn to Him and you must rest. And He has a thousand ways to do that. I found this version of Psalm 23. I don't know who wrote it but I want to read it to you. It reads, The clock is my dictator. I shall not rest. It makes me lie down only when exhausted. It leads me into deep depression. It hounds my soul. It leads me into circles of frenzy for activity's sake. And even though I run frantically from task to task, I will never get it all done, for my idea is always with me. Deadlines and my need for approval, they drive me. They demand performance from me beyond the limits of my schedule. They anoint my head with migraines. My end basket overflows. Surely fatigue and pressure shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the bonds of frustration forever and forever. Oh, we need to rest. The Bible, the God we know created the world, God gives you, He just gives you 168 hours every single week of your life. Surely we can find one day out of seven and put everything else aside and come to the house of God and open up our Bibles and begin to study and see what God's plan is for our life. Surely in a 24-hour day period, you could find two, three, four, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 or 30 to read God's word, burning the candles at both ends is not a badge of honor. It's a mistake. But if you will listen to the shepherd and lie down and rest, have a quiet time with God, you will be healthier. You'll be more mature. You'll even be more product- productive. You will be blessed. You'll feel better spiritually and physically and emotionally. You will be better off if you find time to rest with the good shepherd. Amen. Number two, number two, we all of us need to rest in the shepherd's presence. Everybody say presence. We need to just rest in the shepherd's presence. This is probably one of the most important lessons in this entire uh, series that, that we're going through this book. There is a theme that is interwoven throughout these six verses, and I've not Gone into great detail, but I'm going to find a weekend where I show you that what we see in every verse is Jehovah God, the Jehovah God that is provider, He is a sustainer, He is a protector, He is a healer, He is an overseer. And in all of those things where He provides, where He sustains, where He protects, where He heals, where He watches over us, all of those things are found when you're in the presence of the shepherd sheep have four major issues that keep them from lying down if you ever see sheep and they're standing it's they they can't lie down because of four reasons number 1 they are fearful creatures by nature they're nervous they're fearful they can't relax they can't lie down. That's why he has to make them lie down. A jackrabbit, a jackrabbit jumping out from beneath a bush or a shrub can startle an entire flock of sheep and cause them to stampede running because they're scared of a jackrabbit. Who does that remind you of? That's us. We are scared out of our minds right now. We're afra- everywhere i go people are afraid of getting sick afraid of not having enough resources afraid that our children are not doing okay afraid that our parents are getting older we're afraid that the schools are closed and guess what when the schools reopen we'll be afraid we're afraid of the government we're afraid of our culture we're just like sheep we can't rest why because we're always afraid secondly sheep are fraught with friction there's just always something going on in that herd now you've heard of the pecking order that's kind of a phrase for bird there's a budding order with sheep there's always if you look there's one sheep that just he's kind of butting his way in there just stirring up the the flock and they can't rest because there's always someone jockeying for position there in the flock. And, and they, so they have to remain on guard. They, they have to remain on high alert unless they've got to fight back. Uh, God's, they can't rest unless there's unity in the flock. That's us. We're all just fighting with each other. The news, the media, everyone calling everyone else a racist, the left versus the right, Liberals versus conservatives, there's friction. We don't get along. That's who we are. We're fraught with friction. And, and until, until we learn how to get along with each other, we will never be at peace. We'll never be at peace. We'll never know true rest. Number three, these sheep were fluffy with fleas. Did you know that sheep are in constant danger from parasites and flies and gnats and disease? And you know, that's us. We have all kinds of bugs and parasites that make us unhealthy that keep us from finding true rest. You say, like what? Well, unforgiveness, bitterness, shame, Guilt, regret, resentment, sin, our carnal nature, complaining, arguing, blaming. And Jesus, the great shepherd, is constantly trying to get us into the Word and via the Holy Spirit to deal with all of those issues that are eating away at us, both biblically and truthfully. And number four, sheep are what I call famine fighters. They're always, if you look at them, they're always looking for something to eat, foraging for food. And you know, they find a few weeds and they kind of put their nose down on the ground, they chew away, and they just keep nibbling and pretty, and, and they just wander off and they might, they can't see, they can't see very well. And so they, they might just be walking right by some some green pasture they don't even see it because they're so busy in the weeds they they miss out on the good stuff and that's us we're chasing after all the things of this world and one day we wake up and we look around and we're a hundred miles from where we should be and what sheep need and what we need something that will solve all of our sheep-like tendencies, we need to be in the presence of the shepherd because the shepherd will lead us by green pastures and still waters. You know, I I actually read this week of another virus that's out there that causes swelling of the brain. And if you get this virus, you have a 75% chance of dying It makes COVID-19 look like a walk in the park. And if you get wrapped up in all the evil things in this world, and you're sitting out there just hoping that all of these things go away, I've got news for you. Bad things in this world are never going to go away. You might as well learn this lesson, that your best thing you could ever do is to just stay close to the shepherd. That's what you need to do. Because... You see, the shepherd is the only one that can calm our fears. The shepherd is the only one that can get us all united here today. The shepherd is the only one that can deal with all the ticks and the parasites, those things that are keeping us from having true rest. And I said all of that to say this, what calms the sheep, write this down, it's not the absence of predators. What calms the sheep is the presence of the
1: shepherd. That's what calms us. Be sure to join us next week as Pastor Dudley continues with today's message here on Lift Up Jesus. We hope you were blessed by our program today. If you are in need of prayer, we invite you to call us at our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. Our Lift Up Jesus phone counselors are ready for any prayer requests you may have at this time. You can also contact us right now if you'd like to receive a copy of today's message on either CD or DVD. Our number again is 888-818-4777. For more information about Pastor Dudley Rutherford, Shepherd Church, or this ministry, be sure to visit our website, liftupjesus.com. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every week. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. If you're like me, you've discovered there are some books in the Bible that are not always easy to navigate through. Like for instance, the book of Proverbs. Proverbs contains 31 chapters and can be very daunting to go through if you are looking for a specific topic. That's why Pastor Dudley has created the perfect resource to help you with the book of Proverbs. It's called Proverbs in a Haystack. And it is our special offer for everyone listening today. Proverbs in a Haystack removes the challenge of searching through the book of Proverbs. It has over 2,000 topics that easily cross-reference to the exact chapter and verse you are looking for. This invaluable resource can be yours right now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus radio ministry. You can receive your copy of Proverbs in a Haystack by calling us at 888-818-4777. That number again is 888 888- You can also order this book directly from our website, liftupjesus.com That address again is liftupjesus.com We know you will be blessed by this unique resource created exclusively by Pastor Dudley So be sure to call right now and ask for your copy of Proverbs in a Haystack today I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us again next week at this same time as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley